Radio MD. RadioMD.com. Melanie Cole's Health Radio. Health, health, wellness, wellness and, fitness. and fitness. Five days a week. As we age, our bodies are at greater health risk for so many chronic diseases. We talk about it on so many of my shows. But today, my guest is Dr. Jennifer Haith. She's a practicing cardiologist, as well as the assistant professor of medicine at Columbia University Medical Center. She's the co-director for the Women's Center for Cardiovascular Health and the director of the Adult Pulmonary Hypertension Center and director of cardiatric obstetric service. And I wanted to say that whole thing. I don't usually give such a long bio, but Dr. Haith, wow, you are a woman of power and an expert in your field. So let's talk about some of the health risks as we age. Let's let's center on women for right now because yesterday was International Women's Day. And so what are some of the health risks women in their 20s might have to be concerned with? There's not that many. Right. So I don't see, you know, women in their 20s that frequently unless they're pregnant and they're having usually a cardiac issue with their pregnancy. But generally for most women in their 20s, they should it's probably a time in their life they're getting out of college or they're getting their, you know, a job and they should probably find a great primary care doctor. So start with getting, uh, finding a doctor you like, a doctor you feel like you can connect to, um, and they should also be seeing their OBGYN annually. Um, they, get, you uh, know, they feel immortal. So they're not even, I mean, now you see more 20-somethings exercising. You do. You see yeah. them at the gym and then it's vanity and besides which. They don't think of it as, you know, cardioprotective. They're looking at it as more of, you know, I want to make sure my thighs are nice and toned. That's right. I think that, you know, it's, we want them to ditch their unhealthy habits in their 20s, but it's a little bit hard to get people to think that way at that age, because you're right. They think they're invincible. They think they're immortal. So usually I tell people to be screened for their STDs, make sure that, you know, they see, get their annual pap smear. They should get their skin checked, make sure that they find a dermatologist to get a skin check, because skin cancer and young women is, you know, one of the leading killers. So those kinds of things are most important for women in their 20s. Thinking about heart disease is important to sort of start, you know, twinkling in your head, especially if you have a family history of heart disease. But like you said, a lot of 20-year-olds aren't thinking about it. So, you know, usually if you see a primary care doctor and they check your blood pressure and you find out in your 20s that your blood pressure is high, you need to pay attention to that. Okay, so now we're moving on into our 30s. And women in their 30s, maybe in late 20s, are starting to think about having babies as we're going a little bit later in life, (laughs) having our babies, right? I know, as I was thinking about this talk, I was thinking, you know, 30s is where I was going to talk about pregnancy as opposed to 20s. But yes, it's true. Yeah, so we're on the same wavelength, you and I. And and the fact is that as the late 20s and the early 30s, that's when we're starting to think about it. I had my first child at 36 and my second at 38. So what, what are we thinking about? What are we supposed to know about vitamins and, and keeping ourselves in shape? Because now it starts to become a little bit more important. Right. So especially as women are getting older, their risks for, you know, complications during pregnancy are also going up because they're older. So it is a time for pregnancy. Women should start to pay attention to their weight because post-pregnancy, after having a few babies, is where you start to have more trouble shedding the pounds is when you start to find that your metabolism you to pay careful attention to your menstrual cycle, make sure, you know, you don't have any thyroid disease, polycystic ovarian syndrome, thinking about fibroids, always getting your blood pressure checked. That should be an annual activity every year with your doctor. And in terms of uh, vitamins, you know, I think calcium and vitamin D are the most important sort of extra vitamins for women to take to make sure that their bones stay strong throughout their life. 
So really quickly, I'm jumping back into the 20s, Dr. Haith, because I want to get into the 40s and 50s. But do you can women in their 20s still get the HPV vaccine? So the HPV vaccine is really only approved for uh, younger girls at this point. You can get the HPV vaccine if you've never been exposed to HPV. Once you've already been exposed and you test positive for HPV, it's sort of irrelevant. So you can get the vaccine at any time. The question is, is there going to be any utility in it if you're sexually active, if you've been sexually active through the end of high school or college? It's most likely that you've already been exposed to HPV. So then it's sort of not worth it. But if you haven't been exposed or you've had very few partners or no partners or you have always used protection and you know that you haven't been exposed to HPV, you could definitely get the vaccine. Okay, so moving on to our 40s and our 50s, I'm 52, so well, not quite yet in another month. But so we start to worry about breast cancer and ovarian cancer and heart disease Mm -hmm. and all of these other things as we start to enter perimenopause. So what do you want us to know about symptoms? This is what I want to ask you, Dr. Haith. Symptoms we should watch out for because that is what every woman my age starts to look for. Right. And it's interesting you're mentioning cancer. I mean, heart disease really is the number one killer of women, more than all the cancers together. So we are we pay a lot of attention to breast cancer and, and ovarian cancer, and you should have an annual mammogram, and you should feel for lumps and check your body and notice any changes in your menstrual cycle. But in terms of starting to pay attention to heart disease symptoms, it's things like discomfort in your chest, a heaviness, a sh- sort of trouble breathing or catching your breath when you're doing activities that in the past hadn't bothered you. Some women can describe a sense of an indigestion where their sort of upper epigastric region feels full or uncomfortable and they sort of chalk it up to something else or indigestion when really it's actually a heart symptom. You know, swelling in your legs, lying down at night and feeling short of breath, pain in your jaw or your arm, not necessarily your chest. These are all things that can happen with heart disease in women. So women, we are the caregivers of society, of society, Dr. Haith, and we are stressed out and multitasking and all of these things. Now, a lot of those symptoms, and we talk a lot about women and heart disease, and as you say, the cancers, but heart disease more, a lot of these symptoms mimic stress. They do. And, and the thing is, you know, traditionally, you know, the way that heart disease has been portrayed in the media and in publicly is always this image of this sort of 75-year-old man clutching his chest, you know, playing tennis and falling to the ground. That's really not, you know, what we're seeing out there in the real world. And that can happen, and you can have a heart attack doing pretty much anything, but women are missing heart attacks because they think it's indigestion or they think it's trouble breathing and they have a million other commitments and people always say, oh, you're hysterical, it's anxiety. You know, this is a bias against women that has sort of been perpetuated in the medical profession and field for a long time. And they just say, oh, you're, you're having an anxiety attack, go home, take some, you know, take a Benadryl, relax, which is not the case. They're actually having heart problems. They're actually having heart attacks. They're being missed. And then the complications are so much greater because people have missed what's happened and you know, interventions come later. We're also seeing now, you know, a recent study came out that showed that women who have heart attacks are less likely to be prescribed cardiac rehab, which is really so unfortunate because cardiac rehab is what makes people feel very confident and comfortable getting back into their routine. So these women who are the caregivers who are taking care of everybody and their mother, they need to feel strong and confident. They need to go to rehab and get on the treadmill or go up the stairs and be with someone that gives them the confidence to know that their heart can take it and they're going to be okay.
So if you're a woman out there who's had a heart attack and you didn't get prescribed cardiac rehab, you should go to your doctor and say, I want to go to rehab. <laughs> well, no, then that's to... a great point. And so what do you want to tell women? We only have a minute left. And what do you yeah. want to tell them about what they should do, what tests that you would recommend that they get at those ages to look for heart disease? So I tell all women they need to have an go make your well woman visit, even if you feel fine. You need to stop smoking. You need to have your sugar checked for diabetes. You need to have your blood pressure and cholesterol checked. You need to get fit, and you need to have your family history assessed because people who have strong family history are at increased risk and should be screened more aggressively and earlier. And that's really the message that I send out. Go to your doctor, even if you feel okay. You should still go to your doctor. You, a lot of these symptoms, you don't even know you have these diseases. So important, and it's really, really great information, and that's what we all need to do. And women, you know, we talk about this on my show all the time. It's so important that you recognize those signs and symptoms of heart disease, and as we move from our 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, and up, there are different sort of things that we need to be thinking about. So we went through a few of them today, and if you missed any of the great information, you can listen anytime on demand or on the go at RadioMD.com. You can also listen on iHeartRadio iTunes or the free TuneIn Radio app. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening and stay well.